Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hockey fans, feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of 8 skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves and more. DraftKings is safe, secure and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 years older, restrictions apply. Want to go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. The only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. And welcome to the Fourth Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 198 of the Big Show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? Another Sunday. Here we go, folks. End of the weekend. Beginning of the work week. Maybe you're listening to this on Monday. And you're on your commute, sitting on the train, driving in your car, you got the headphones on, dreading the day. Well... Let me take your mind off it for a little while. Or if you're already at work, you're sitting in your cubicle eating your spam sandwich, trying to avoid Dennis because you don't want to hear about his cat's rash, well, close your eyes, kick back, and watch the sights and the sounds as they fly through the air. And here we go. Thank you very much for tuning in. How's everybody doing? Um, yeah, guys. It, uh, well, it's, what do we got here? 10.30 Saturday night. Just kind of hanging out. Uh. Yeah, just actually, my wife and I just finished building uh, some deck chairs, some lawn furniture. Uh, yes, and, you know, we uh, managed to uh, stay married. We didn't get divorce papers. They're not getting written up, so that's all right. All the all the pieces were there in the box when we opened the box up, so that's good. Um, yeah, man, is uh, <sighs> outdoor furniture, man. That's uh, that's the racket to get into. What a man! I said, so I I can get like a a sectional couch for for the for outside that costs more than the one that's in my living room. I said, well, shit, and we're in Saskatchewan, so I mean, what's it going to be outside for about three months? I said, well, at that point, for that much money, after three months, I'm bringing it downstairs and putting it in the in the living room. Oh man, but yeah. So, like I said, after we after we went from the condo to the house here, yeah, we have to. Uh, I mean, we got to buy some. We got to buy outdoor furniture. Got to. I still got to buy a lawnmower. I mean, we still got snow in the lawn, so a little bit of snow left, almost gone, but we're almost there. A couple more weeks, I think, because it's actually supposed to be pretty cold this weekend, not snow wise or anything, but I don't think she'll be melting. Anyway, yes, welcome for tuning in. Let's talk about deck furniture and the weather. 
Um, although it was probably a little more exciting than the, uh, than the, uh, the NHL this week. Uh, no, we never any more Beagle incidents. You know, that heavy, that heavy, heavy hitter, Jay Beagle. Yeah, the goon with his three career NHL fight. Guy's played 600 NHL games. He has three career fights. Oh, I, you tuned in last, last week to social media. I, shit, I thought he was, Phoenix had signed Tony Twist. Tony Twist came out of retirement. Yeah, but. I already talked about the Jay Beagle thing, so I'm not going to go on and on about that. But man, social media is—I mean, social media is always stupid. But it was a—you know—lately it's just been—I don't know—maybe as the playoffs get closer or something. But I don't know. Just hockey Twitter is just just stupid. You know, now I'm not saying this with any sort of hint of surprise in my voice or anything, but just like, ugh. But anyway, um, well. What are we going to talk about today, boys and girls? Well, first, well, before I actually get going, uh, first I want to say, uh, William, I know you're listening out there. Folks, our boy William, uh, you know, he's kind of laid up right now, uh, you know, but, uh, I think he's, he's going to be back at her shortly. So I know he's listening. So I hope you, I hope you're getting better. Try, I'm, I've been sending him like 80s fight DVDs, like the download links. So, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, I, I know he's probably wearing the, re, the you know, as soon as the Jets come up, I know he's, uh, I'm sure he's hit rewind, rewind a few times, but yeah, but uh, I just got to see that Ray Newfeld fight one more time. <laughs> yeah, but look, actually, I, I, last night on my YouTube channel, I put up a, I put up a Ra- New York Ranger Winnipeg Jet line brawl. Uh, who's a, uh, Taglin and Eddie and Tenorti have a really good one, actually. Um, a Boschman Newfeld get into it. I know there's a Ron Dugay skating around with no helmet that oh, they still got the flow going. But uh, when was it? Be eighty six, I think the brawl was eighty six or eighty seven. Um, but yeah, I so I put that up and it was just uh, but it was a Ranger feed, so it's friggin' Davidson and Sam Rosen. And most of the time, I could like I could put up with John Davidson; he's okay. But that Sam Rosen is goddamn awful. Like, oh, is that guy a clown? And I think, I think, I think that dorks in the Hockey Hall of Fame too. I'm like, so he, so Cherry's not, but Sam Rosen is. That's where we're at. But what, just a whiny bitch. But I don't know what was going on. And every once in a while, like Rosen will kind of stick up for the fighting most of the time. But every once in a while, he'll start whining with Rosen too. Or did I just? Blah, 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 blah. Davidson will stick up for fighting most of the time or kind of, he'll kind of go with it, but even he's whiny in this clip. It's just embarrassing. It's like, what are you guys crying about? But anyway, but yeah, I was just kind of, as I was kind of scrolling, skipping through the DVD the other night, um, yeah, I was just listening to the Ranger stuff with Rose and it's just, oh, he's terrible. It'd been a while since I, I mean, I always knew that, but it had been a while, I guess, since I really watched any ranger stuff but man that's he, that guy's embarrassing but uh anyway but man you know who actually really in that clip with tagley and eddie was like putting it down man it, it looked pretty solid yeah him and sonority go pretty good but anyway um now i'm off track where's my notes here um so william heal up get out there get back out there um also well Quebec Junior Hockey, more rule changes look to be on the horizon due to fights, some an Ice Wars pay-per-view update, and uh, just more embarrassment to fighting in hockey. But um, yeah, all that and a whole lot more. But before we get going, as I said at the top of the show, I am a member of the Hockey Podcast Network. There's over 50... Sh- ah, that's another one. Ah, yes... I'll get into the whole network thing. Oh, I don't, I don't know, folks. My arch nemesis has actually now has a podcast on the network. Ken Campbell now has a show on the Hockey Podcast Network. Oh, I've already sent angry letters, angry emails to Isha and Dylan. But uh, whatever, I'll exist over here. He can talk about having polar op. Talk about bookends on your on your podcast network. Yeah, he can. He'll be on one end, and I'm on the other. But oh, I mean, I'm. It's no secret what I think of Ken Campbell. I've already, I've said his. I've 
talked about him numerous times on this podcast throughout the years. Yeah. And uh, I will say, I, I saw the promo to his podcast and his voice matches his writing. We'll put it that way. So, but whatever. He's on the network. So, you know, and I guess people will listen to it, I guess. But whatever. Yeah. I, I, I'm fairly certain anybody that's listening to this show won't be listening to his show. But, you know, and vice versa. But uh, anyway, yeah. Oh, the newest member of the network, Ken Campbell. But, um, yeah, other than that, there's over 50 shows in the network. All the NHL teams are represented. So whatever team you're a fan of, there's a show for you. Of course, for my off-network friends, of course, we got uh, Mud Show Olin Salen, who's taken his show on the road. Yeah, they packed, like I said, they packed up the shanty there and, uh, you know, uh, moved from Flor- Florida, got a little less Florida, and uh, he, he moved up to North Carolina. So, yeah, we were... The, the blue, no, that's Kentucky's the bluegrass state. I don't know, but North Carolina, but he hasn't come out, come out with an episode yet since he got to North Carolina. I don't know. Like I said, I think he's still trying to figure out the neighbor's Wi-Fi. but, um, his latest episode, he had is an interview with Justin Schmidt. Uh, of course he has been, uh, go, going hard at it in the federal hockey league, but, uh, he's bounced around the Southern pro federal league, um, fought Big Snake and Goody and tell some good stories. I recommend checking it out. As much as I uh, rag on Alec, he does have a tremendous back catalog. Um, Rob Ray, Segroy, Bialois, on and on. Tremendous. He also has a YouTube channel, Five for Fighting at, on YouTube. Subscribe to his channel. Check it out. He's got a lot of, uh, he's got the East Coast League stuff up from this year. He's putting, a little, putting some stuff up from last year. Once he gets settled in, and, uh, and, and gets rolling. Um, you know, he'll, he, I know he really wants to expand the channel. So, um, definitely subscribe to it. Like I said, we're all, we're trying to get Alec to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Uh, he's getting there. It's, uh, you know, gaining momentum pretty quick. So, uh, yeah, if you could just help out, just hit that little subscribe button, it would help him out greatly. But yes, Five for Fighting podcast, check him out. And then, of course, we got Gary Lazito. We got Broadway Joe Lazito from the heart of New York City. MSG, or maybe Studio 54, I don't know, or down in the village, this Catskills, I don't know where, I don't, where, where, I don't know where Lucido's everywhere, I don't, I shouldn't say I don't know where he hangs out, he hangs out everywhere, you know, one minute it's at Central Park, next thing he's out in Long Island, you know, he's everywhere, but, uh, just moved in, White, his wife's really excited, yet Joe hung up, uh, all his, all the smelly game used gloves he has, oh, that basement just must smell tremendous, yeah, yeah, Joe needs to get uh, a sponsorship with Febreze. I could tell you that. So, yeah, <laughs> imagine hanging up game used gloves. Could you imagine what that smells like? Oh, and he's got like a dozen pair. Yeah, he's putting pictures up all over the internet. Yeah, I'm looking at those pictures on Twitter, and I can my my phone smells now. I can I could just imagine what game used equipment smells like. Well, I know what it smells like. Yeah. I, I never had a desire to hang it on my wall, but there's Joe hanging it up like Picasso. Don't cut your ear off, Joe. You know, but what am I saying? But Joe has, besides having smelly game worn gear all over the house, he has a podcast too. It's Coliseum Chronicles. It's a New York Islander enforcer podcast. Uh, Fakota, Strugwick, Ashen, tremendous guests that he's had on. Definitely check those up, interviews out. Awesome. Um, I know Joe's been busy at work here lately, so episode hasn't been out for a little bit. But uh, definitely, like I said, in the meantime, check out his back catalog. Joe does a great job. Um, you know, when he's not gallivanting around the city, Joe Joe's with the who's who and the who's that. I don't know. It's probably who's. It's probably more of the who's that. But uh, MSG man, if you're if you're in the area, stop by. Ask for Lazito. Jolton Joe Lazito. Give it a Lazito. All right, folks. Well, top of the sh- top of the thing here. Top of the top. Top. Oh, spit it out. Like I said, it's late here, folks. It's ten thirty, Saturday night. I worked early this morning. Went in on overtime. I'm going to go in tomorrow too. I don't know why. He said overtime always sounds like it's a really. You always. It's a really great idea at the time until the alarm goes on the weekend at like six in the morning, and you're just like, what? What did I agree to this for? But anyway. I mean, the money's good, but it's just, yeah, whatever. 
but you don't have to do it, right? I mean, I, I have no one to blame but myself. I said I would do it, so yeah. So I'm the dumbass. So, but anyway, um, Ice Wars, the hockey fight pay per view that is being created by AJ Galante, the uh, of course the Danbury Trashers, uh, the young GM there. Um, he has since decided to recreate the hockey fight tournament that uh, it's been twice before the hockey enforcers black and blue tournament that was held in Prince George in, I believe 2004 or 2005, 2004, 2005, one of the two um, that was won by Dean Mayrad. Um, if you are interested in that, it is actually on my fourth line voice on YouTube and I have the whole event up on my YouTube channel. Just type in hockey enforcers. It'll come up. It's in two parts. Um, and then there was another event that, uh, former guest Yuka, uh, was, had a hand in. It was in Finland. And, uh, why am I just drawing a blank on the name all of a sudden? But, uh, it was won by Derek Parker. Um, oh, Ice Warriors. Was it Ice Warriors? Yeah, I think so. Um, yes. And that was, I can't remember what year that was in. But uh, it was a while ago anyway. So those are the two events. Um, and Galante is going to try to bring that back. And uh, to my understanding, it the event will be on May 21st in Edmonton, Alberta. On uh, the Indian Reserve there. Uh, I believe the River Cree Reserve uh, is where. Because they have it under, I can't remember the name. It says like Iran or Enron or something, Alberta. Um, it is actually, it's a... It's in, it's on native land, but it's in Edmonton. So the event is in Edmonton. Um, it will, it will be pay-per-view. So it is on Fight TV. Um, and it'll be 1995. And it, like I said, it's May 21st. Um, tickets are available for if you're going to be there live. Um, I'm hoping to get down there. Hopefully work isn't, you know, I can, I can get out. I can bomb down for the weekend. I'm really, if, uh, folks are going, let me know like to hook up with all you guys. Because I, I think if it's where I think it is, it's where the casino is. It's attached to the rink, attached to the casino. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, hang out at the casino, have some drinks, win some money, maybe lose some money, we'll see, and, uh, you know, go watch some fight tournaments. And I understand it's an eight-man fight tournament. I know of some of the guys that are in it, but I don't think those guys have been announced yet, so I will not spoil it for anybody. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. So, um but there are some names that you guys will know. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting event. Like I said, so that's May 21st. And for those listening, if you're down in the States or whatever, and obviously you can't make it to Edmonton, well, like I said, it'll be on pay-per-view, Fight TV. 20 bucks, why not, right? Check it out. Be something unique. Get some beers. Get a few of the boys over and, uh, and uh, check out a very unique event. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting how they do. Um, I mean, the media is going to just slaughter this thing and they'll, they'll be all over it, but, um, shitting all over it. But, um, hopefully there's some interest there and it does okay. And, uh, I mean, it's a whole different kind of platform now and it's a lot easier to get out on pay-per-view. I, I'm, you know, I would assume nowadays than it was back when the black and blue tournament happened and all that stuff happened in 04. Obviously there's a lot more platforms and, um, you know, social media is a lot more, you know, shit. People got it on their phone, got it everywhere now. Got it everywhere now. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think um, the chances of it succeeding, I think, are a lot greater now. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, like I said, it's, it's going to be definitely a niche product. And, uh, you know, and but I hopefully uh, people support it and... Um, you know, at the very least, and I mean, 20 bucks, 20, shit, we've all spent 20 bucks on stupider things, right? So why not help it out and, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But like I said, some of the names in it are pretty cool. And uh, I think I think it'll be a lot of fun anyway. I'm really hoping to get down there live, so that'll be cool. But uh, yes, Ice Wars, folks, it is announced on May 21st. Um, well, the other news uh, coming out... Um, was of course oh the Quebec Junior League is back in uh, back in the uh, back in the news and Isabelle Charest, um yeah she's back making uh, making noise um, 
and the Quebec government uh, basically is going to give the league uh, an ultimatum for fighting. And uh, they've already, um, it was two years ago um, when the Quebec League had had asked or had um, requested, um, oh, why can't I talk tonight? Um, assistance with the um, uh, pandemic with with some money for uh, for the pandemic for the losses and stuff like that and basically um, yeah the the Quebec government um, <laughs> basically extorted them to get their to get their rules no the government really but yeah and um, it was like well we'll give you the 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 funding or the relief money um, but you have to do this with the fighting and uh, basically the rules were um, you got a 10 minute misconduct added to the fighting major. So it was basically 15 minute penalties. Um, and there already is a fight limit rule of, I believe in the Quebec league, it is three fights before you start getting suspended. And um, so I was like, how much more do you want to take out? But um, well, here I'll read you the article. So it's, it's been, uh, Quebec minister, Isabel Charest, a former Olympic athlete has told the Quebec major junior league to stiffen its punishment for fighting or else. According to a letter sent to the Quebec league and other, and other leagues by Charest, she tells them to impose even stricter safety regulations to curb fighting or risk losing their legal status. Uh, the leagues must bring, must bring in at a minimum an automatic game misconduct and a one game suspension for fighting. This is a logical follow-up to my actions two years ago, Charest said in an interview. I had made it pretty clear that I wanted fights in hockey to go away. There was a rule change two years ago adding a 10-minute misconduct and a 5-minute major, but it wasn't enough. Two years later, we've gone further and the current increase and, and the current increase in fights show that we need to act more strongly. I'm going to get to you the fight totals for you guys in a second. Oh, I looked it up. When asked what would happen if the Quebec League refused to bring in the new rules, Charest saying their rules won't be approved, their rules won't be approved by the ministry. The league won't be legal. We are to try to change the culture and take responsibility, said Charest. I can't imagine that in 2022, when we are when we are the leaders in doping in the treatment of abuse and harassment cases, that we can justify young people fighting with their bare hands in a hockey game. Charest ins- insists she simply wants the the Quebec League to impose the same rules that are being used at the international level. However, the Quebec League has yet to reply to this, and there's b- belief the league might respond, but aren't giving it much choice to the matter. Um, yeah, well, there is no choice. It'll go through. She'll get her way. And um, and, bef- and uh, I will say, I had put this article up on, well, <laughs> I'll get into all that. Hold on. Uh, first thing, I will look up. Um, as I said, the the, uh, the big oh the big upcrease the uptick in fighting. Um, well, the Halifax Mooseheads lead the Quebec League with sixteen fights, and St. John's with fifteen, Moncton with twelve, then a couple, then one, two, three, four, four teams with ten. Then nine, nine, eight, seven, 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 six, five, a couple teams with five. And at the bottom, the Quebec Ramparts have two fights this year. So, um, the, of course, the league leader in fights has five. And that is actually, of all things, it's Andy, it's Riley Bezo. That's right, folks. You know the last name. It's Andy Bezo's kid, but he has five. So, yeah, we gotta, gotta tame the, tame the crazies. Yeah. Oh, fighting is up. Oh, yeah. Um, Although last year there are there were teams in the Quebec League that literally had one fight, a bunch of them, and I think the leading team had nineteen. So, yeah, I mean it didn't really have anywhere to go, but up. But uh, yeah, and I know she has made the statement that she wants Ontario and uh, the Western League to follow suit. The Ontario Hockey League already has a three fight rule in, um, so yeah. Yeah, so the Ontario League has uh, three fights and you start getting suspended. And the Western Hockey League doesn't have any fight rules in as of yet. Um, and there, and obviously there's more fighting in those two leagues than there is in Quebec. Um, I was actually surprised by the amount of, well, I'm, 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 it's, not, it's not the 80s, I can tell you that. But 
Like in the Western Hockey League, the Kelowna Rockets lead the Western Hockey League with 44 fights as a team. Um, the league leader has 10 uh, fights. There's a bunch of guys with 9 and 8 and stuff. Ontario League leader has 5. Lots of guys with 4. You know, so, yeah, they're fighting a little bit more, but, eh, you know, what's, again, what does that mean? Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting going forward. I know, you know, there's been a few people like, um, well, <laughs> And of course, when the article came out, um, I, I broke my own rule. I, I didn't actually even think about it at the point. I was just like, oh, well, you know, because I always see in the for, in the groups and stuff that, oh, if uh, the enforcer's coming back and all these people that love to talk about the enforcer's coming back, clearly having no idea what's going on in junior hockey. Um, and I will say, Isabel Charest is not the first person. David Branch has been dying to do this. For a while now, he's the commissioner of the Ontario Hockey League as well as the of the of Hockey Canada, and and for a decade or more, he has been banging the drum to get rid of fighting. And Ontario, the o, the OHL, like I said, put in the three fight rule and stuff. So um, he's been very active in that sense. So I mean, he will be fully on board with what Charest is doing. Um, the Western League has always been the outlaw league. And um, has always resisted any of the fight rules, um, you know. And maybe they will continue to resist, but in in my mind, I can't see them. I, I just from a legal standpoint. Um, now, when she's talking about they just won't get it, it, it won't be legal and that type of thing, I'm not really quite sure what that all entails. But I'm sure it probably has something to do with insurance as well, and. That's everything, right? So, and I think eventually, I think that's what's going to get the Western Hockey League. I think that's how they'll get them eventually will be the insurance. So, um, you know, money makes the world go round, right? So, um, I think going forward, that'll be the case. But um, I know when I put the, and I put the article on the different fight groups and stuff like that, um, as I said, to just let everybody know what's going on. You know, it's because it's fight news, right? And it's big fight news. And uh, I put it out there. Not even thinking of the political side of the article. Um, I, I was just going... I was just viewing it from this is what the fight rules that they're putting in. This, Like, I mean, when I read the article, I wasn't surprised by this. I, I've been saying on this for... What, what episode is this? 198. Well, I think for 197 before this, I have often mentioned that they're killing fighting in junior hockey. Everyone, like I said, a lot of people like to think it's Batman and the NHL that's like been killing fighting all these years. It's like Batman's never put in a fight role. I don't know why you guys keep blaming Batman. What's he ever done? Not that, not none that I know of. Uh, he doesn't need to. They'll kill it by themselves in junior. Like I said, these guys don't fight in junior. What all of a sudden they turn pro? What are they going to you think they're going to throw down 30 times after that? Like, no. You know, you chop a tree down from the bottom. So you just get rid of it in junior. And like I said, these guys coming up now, oh, they'll fight occasionally in pro, but, you know, nothing like it used to be. And this is what's going to happen. It's just going to get worse and worse. And, uh, I mean, look at these kids. Half of them, they fight, you know, drop their gloves and scrums. And, you know, the other, the incident with Beagle and, Terry, they're the perfect example. Like, the one guy with three fights looks like a killer. You know, and the other guy comes charging into the pile and keeps his gloves on. You know, it's just like, but that's what all this is. You watch a junior game now, it's all scrum. Nobody's going to drop their gloves. It's all scrums with gloves on and punching and face washing and sweet chirps, bro. You know, and all this shit. Like, you know, but, but of course, with the fight groups, with putting this on, oh, of course, all the pol the political geniuses come out of the woodwork now, which I'm like, oh god! Like my notifications this morning were just through the roof, and it's typical of any political. It just seems like these days anything political is just met with just ignorant comments and just like just broad paintbrushing and stuff, and just you know, it's just like oh, like half these guys want. Or, you know, typical government and all, yeah, and somebody needs to straighten him out and liberal bullshit and all this. And it's like, okay, well, it's a chick, first of all. It's not a, it's not a guy. 
and uh, not a liberal either, but okay, sure, you know, and then it's like, well, women in sports and all this, and okay, but you know who her ally is in in the Quebec political scene about wanting to get rid of fighting in hockey? Enrico Ciccone. Yeah, he's also on, on in fully behind this and has been very vocal about banning fighting in the Quebec Junior League. So, you know, it's a real group effort here. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, so after my, the, it was met by, with political talk and stupidity, it was like, okay, well, I'm deleting this topic, I guess, because people can't have, um, like, and it's not that I'm supporting her in this or anything like that. No, the government should have nothing to do with this. I'm, you know, I'm fully on board with that. It should be up to the leagues and let the people that own the teams and run the leagues and the commissioners come up with the decisions of how the hockey is run. But, you know, like I said, it's just an extortion, extortion on the government level to withhold funding and all that shit. So, um, but like I said, she's, and it was brought up by somebody like, oh, this just sounds like a rumor. Well, you know, she's already done it once. So it'll happen again, you know, and this is how they're going to get rid of it. And, um, you know, yeah. And I mean, I mean, it'll go, it'll go in the Quebec league right away. Um, and probably the Ontario league. I'm sure the Western league will be the lone holdout for a while for a few seasons, maybe. And, uh, but I mean, you're, you're, and I mean, I'm not trying to be, you know, the sky is falling and chicken little, but, um, no, I, I mean, you're seeing the beginning of the end of fighting in junior, um, to the point of where it'll become a game misconduct. I mean, they'll have the odd fight now and again, just cause guys will get mad and whatever. But, um, yeah, you're, you're witnessing the death of fighting in junior hockey. So, and this is where it'll all begin. Well, it's already starting. The wheels have already been put in motion for the last couple of years, but, um, this will be sort of the death blow to the least Quebec anyway. Um, yeah, and it, uh, it's too bad. And that's, but uh, again, I'm, I'm not surprised by any of this. I knew it was coming. I've, like I said, I've said a million times that it was coming, but, um, you know, and like I said, I've known people that are in league meetings and that run junior A teams and it's been discussed at every league meeting. And, you know, basically it's just kind of the wolves are at the door at this point and, you know, they're just delaying the inevitable a lot of these leagues. So, yeah, it's going to be unfortunate, and it'll be it'll be interesting going forward the effect that that has on hockey. But um, for those wondering, like I said, uh, you know, she does have uh, strong voices and strong um, allies. And like I said, when you have someone like Enrico Ciccone that's on board with you. And who played in the league and then played in the NHL. And, um, you know, he offers a real strong voice. And it comes from, and and with the voice of being a former enforcer. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. But um, that's where we're at, folks, as far, as far as that goes. But, yeah, like I said, I broke my, I broke my own rule of political... Uh, of not posting political things on the group. I, like I said, I didn't even think of it from that angle. I was just thinking of it from the fighting angle. But, um, once again, in the group, uh, you had a few grown adults that can't act like adults. And yeah, basically all the, I, you know, all the posts got erased and, uh, you know, I took them down cause it was just, you know, you can't have, there, there just isn't a civil discussion to be had when it involves politics. And, um, not that I'm thinking anybody should be civil towards Charest. I mean, I'm all for whatever that is, but yeah, um, it wasn't, it was stick. There's a few guys, you know, you try to tell them to stick to the topic and it's like, then it goes beyond what the article was about. Then it's this government and that government and blah, 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 and the Western world and all, it's the end of the world. And yeah, okay. You know, and that stupidity. So. And then the, that debate starts raging on, and it's just like it's just not a debate that I'm having on social media. I'm not debating politics with anybody, and um, no, and uh, certainly not in the fight groups. So if I had a few people asking why it got erased, well, that's why it got erased because I know Alec doesn't want political bullshit in the enforcer group because it just it's not going to lead to anything positive, 
And uh, it'll just be a bunch of people yelling. And mostly yelling about shit they don't know anything about. So, yeah, it's just a bunch of ignorant shit. So, like I said, I don't care who you vote for, whatever. That has nothing to do with any of this. Left, right, middle, down, up. I don't give two shits who you voted for or whatever. That's not why they got it raised. It was just got it raised because it's just going to lead to bullshit. So, to answer your question, because I had that a few times today. You know. You know, so, and that was the other thing. So instead of, um, you know, well, you didn't need to erase it, you know, well, I can't leave it up to you guys to be normal. And like, like I said, there, there's just, so instead of the idiots adjusting their behavior, the, the moderators of the group should adjust the group's rules and regulate. Like, no, that's not how it works. Like, no, you can't act like a goof. You know, and then just, but, but try to justify it. Like, no, it's not, it doesn't work that way. So, yes. So my patience was very, and plus I was up very early this morning and, uh, like I said, uh, checked my phone right away and all of a sudden I noticed my notifications had blown up. And then when I started reading them, uh, yeah, my patience, uh, ran out very quickly. So. But anyway, unfortunately, old Isabel has stuck her nose into something that, truthfully, she has no business addressing, but here we are. So, there you go, folks. I hate to be, like I said, I hate to be the bearer of the bad news, but that's the way it is. Um, yeah, well, and the other thing, and this is just me, uh, I guess, being grumpy old man and nitpicking and just kind of whatever, but I don't know, it's just another... I don't even know how to put it. I was going to say, you know, it's just another uh, a shot at fighting. But anyway, the Seattle Kraken had a fight in one of their games in Seattle. I don't whoever they were fighting. It doesn't really matter who the participants were. But, of course, during the fight, they played the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. Of course, this was the night, the night after the famous Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Um, you know, I, I get it from a from a comedic standpoint. Um, you know, and it's kind of funny. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I, I guess, <clears throat> I guess from the standpoint, a, a few weeks ago, I did an episode called Exposing the Business and, and I talked about guys that made fighting look bad and look stupid and how fighting already has a bad rap. And, but when you get guys it was it was in the Federal Hockey League. These two guys hugged. They dropped the gloves and squared off, and then they hugged each other. And the one guy pulled out a beer. It was from like ten years ago or whatever. But the it had the it had the uh, the clip had resurfaced and was making its rounds again. And um, I was just talking how they they made fighting look stupid and everything. And it, and it didn't matter that it was in the Federal League. I'm not knocking the guys in the Federal League, but it didn't matter that it was in the Federal League and not in the NHL or whatever. It's like oh, it's just the minors. Well, yeah, but you and I know, the people, you guys listen to this show know the difference. But New Age fans, whatever, they are just outsiders, casual people, casual fans. They just see that as hockey. And they just, it's under the umbrella of hockey and fighting in hockey. And it's like, and then so once again, the crack and playing the Bel Air thing. I get it for comedic purposes. I get it. I'm not, it was kind of funny. I'm not going to lie, but. My point is, once again, the fighting gets looked at as, and maybe I'm, again, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but it's just fighting is viewed as a joke again. And it's just, and I don't, and I've often said, and I said maybe, and maybe it's even fight fans too, but I think we've seen so much violence on TV now or on the internet or whatever, just surrounded by it, while the world's violent, but. Um, but you know what I'm saying for TV and stuff like that. Um, and you watch so many fights. I think you just become desensitized to the violence, to be honest. And, uh, and I think it's gotten like that. And then every once in a while, when there's a hockey fight and a guy gets KO'd, then all of a sudden, all of a sudden it's clutched the pearls and everyone gasps. And it's like, all of a sudden fighting became real. It's like, what the fuck did you think has been going on this whole time? Like, and, and I think... 
I don't, and unfortunately, it takes an incident like that to wake, to, I think, maybe wake people up. But it's like when you get shit like these guys hugging each other with beers and the mic up, good luck, brother, and all that, or this Bel Air shit, I think people start looking at it like it's, it's wrestling. And it's like, oh, well, it's the two, it's WWE and it's, it's staged. And, and like I said, people start using the term staged fight and, and it's somehow like they, it's, it's, like I said, it, it's, it's viewed as like, it's not real. But then when a Beagle Terry incident happens, and of course Terry puts, they put the picture of his face up, up on the internet after the fight and he's all, eyes all messed up and whatever. And, oh, well, Yeah. It's a fist fight. And as much as people like to either glorify it or romanticize fighting in hockey, at the end of the day, it's a bare-knuckle fist fight on ice with two guys standing on sharpened blades punching each other. But I I don't know. It's just this... The idea of fighting gets romanticized and it's... I don't know. It's this Marcus of Queensberry honor amongst the pugilists and let's just have a you know let's just have a a a good duke out sir and then i will see you in the box and it's like no it's serious shit and and i don't i don't know i think often like i said it's it's treated well by some people it's treated like a joke and then other people, I think they just, you know, after it's done, and all oh, the respect, oh, bro hugs, and bum down, tap on the head, oh, great job, and oh, oh, it's so great that they just, oh, I, that's why I love hockey, and and I and I think people get so wrapped up in this code horse shit, and sportsmanship, and all this, that when something like, I keep going back to, I hate, keep using the Jay Beagle thing, but Beagle fought pissed off. And that's what you get. You come charging in, you're going to get what you get. And you get you get the shit kicked out of you. You know, and he fought mad. And when some of these guys fight mad, then all of a sudden, it's a bunch of collective internet cl- clutching their pearls. And everyone can't believe it. And it's like, well, what did you think's been going on this whole time? But I said half the time, the players treat it like a joke. So, you know, I guess how, how, can, how can I sit here and, I guess shit on the fans and the players don't even somehow take it seriously sometimes, you know, and it's like, so I don't know. And every once in a while it takes some serious shit to happen to wake people up. And, uh, you know, but once again, it's, you know, like I said, it's, and you know, I get, I guess Hollywood, you know, goon, the goon movies made it look goofy and, you know, or make the dumb guy and whatever. And I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know, folks. It's late. I'm just sitting here and just kind of, I don't, I don't know why that the the Bel Air thing fucking irritated me so much. You know, like I said, yeah, I guess oh, I'm I'm no fun and whatever. But and I had mentioned it to somebody, and it's like, well, and then like, and yeah, and like I said, then their response is, well, hockey's supposed to be fun, bro. It's like it's a fucking fight, man. Fun fighting ain't fun. I mean, unless you're Tony Twist, but I mean. But seriously, uh, fist fights and being pissed at somebody and shit, it's not supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be, it's about sending a message and sticking up for your teammate or your, or the team or getting momentum or, like I said, bullying people, you know, and forcing your will onto people. That's what fighting is. I mean, I know that, that story narrative has been completely changed over the years, but and, and now it's just viewed, I don't know what it's viewed as by some people, but it, yeah, like I said, it's viewed as a joke now by a lot of people. And uh, and it's because of shit like this. So, you know, I guess, okay, I, I, I mean, I get the, I mean, on the joke, I get it, but as far as the music goes and whatever, but I think I'm just talking about a bigger overall problem. And this is just another, you know, whatever notch in the problem. But, you know, I don't know, guys, it's... Um, I don't know. It just sort of, it just irritated me. But what can I say? Um, 
Yeah, actually, guys, to be completely honest, I, I really don't have too much more for you. I mean, it, you know, it's been 40 minutes and whatever, but like I said, it's late on Saturday night, and I just wanted to, you know, put something out and talk to you guys. And like I said, the the Quebec ruling came out here. Well, it's not a, I shouldn't say it's a ruling. It hasn't happened yet, but I think it's a pretty good, uh, I think chances are very high that it will happen because, like I said, she's already she's already pulled this power move once, and, and it worked, so I don't know why it wouldn't happen again. And so... um. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I think just the overall theme of, um, you know, like the wheels are in motion. They were already in motion, but I think the, you know, we're in first gear. I think it's starting to get dropped into second here right away in terms of um, fighting be eventually be out of hockey, junior hockey. So, you know, I was going to say step one. Step one's already happened. We're about step three or four right now. So I wanted to bring that to you guys attention and uh and then also but then on the other hand the complete polar opposite of course is ice horse the, the hockey fight tournament may 21st in edmonton like i said it'll be on fight tv for pay-per-view um i'll be talking about more about that in the in the upcoming weeks here but uh, you know next week i'm sure i actually i think this week they're coming up here they're announcing the fighters so um i will be talking about that on uh either wednesday or next sunday's episode um but yeah, other than that, guys, um, yeah, I know it's kind of a shorter episode or, you know, I guess um, I'm rambling away here. But um, yeah, I, I don't have too much to say. To, uh, I, I, I want to thank everybody who tuned in and the feedback that I got from the other episode um, or for um, the last episode of the season ticket series that I did with John Searson. It was a look back at the British Super League of 2000, 2001. And, uh, yeah, did really well in the UK. The numbers are real strong. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, everybody for tuning in, but the UK guys, you guys are diehards, man. I'll give you that. I'll give you, you guys are diehards. And, uh, I really appreciate all the support that the show has gotten overseas. Um, yeah, John was a great guest. Um, yeah, and it was a lot of fun. And for those um, you North American guys that are listening, and you're not, uh, and you've never really looked into the UK fight scene, check it out, man. VL, Louis Bedard, um, Clayton Norris, uh, Moose Morissette, Billy Heward, uh, Mike Ware, Barry Nykar. They were all over there at that time. And like I said, those teams are stacked, and it was uh, with toughness, and it was a tough league. Paul Ferrone, um, yeah. Uh, Jason Bowen, just guys like that, and it was it was tough. And uh, there's a lot. There's some. Don't sleep on the footage. Like I said, hit up Paul's uh, the UK Super Fights channel, and uh, yeah, he's got it all on there, and just outstanding fights. And uh, it was a lot of fun to 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 uh, go through that with with John. And uh, yeah, so I encourage. For those who haven't, to uh, definitely check out that episode, as well as, uh, like I said, this is episode 198, right? So, um, my back catalog, Morasti, McIntyre, Tedarenko, Clark Wilm, Volpat, um, on and on with the guests. Um, yeah, guys, like I said, talked to a few players. Um, yeah, can't can't seem to put down a time. Um, I'm trying, um, you know, uh, so... I, you know, I'd like to say I have something recorded with someone, but I don't. So we'll see hopefully this week. Um, you know, hopefully we can come up with something here. But, uh, yeah. But, guys, other than that, uh, yeah, as, if anybody is new here, thank you for tuning in. Um, I do two shows a week, Wednesday and Sundays. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. That's that, I'm, I'm trying to think of what else I could, what else I have, to, uh, if I'm missing anything, but I really don't have too much else to say. So, um, if you happen to be on social media, Fourth Line Voice on Facebook as well as Twitter, um, and then of course my YouTube channel, uh, Fourth Line Voice on YouTube. I have over 2,700 fights. I actually uploaded about six or seven last night. Um, yeah, all the leagues are represented. So, and they just, they're all sorted. So, just type in whatever league you're looking for, from junior to pro, and uh, boom, they'll come up. So. But yeah, definitely subscribe to the channel and uh, yeah, and guys, whatever platform you're listening to this, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, what have you, could you rate and review my show? I would greatly appreciate it. Um, like I said, I've, I've said this in a bunch of episodes and, uh, and you know, it'll bear, it'll bear repeating. And I mean, uh, yeah, any little thing you guys can do um, in terms of um, <clears throat> just helping a creator out, it's very much appreciated. It might be just, just as simple as a mouse click. 
is is a big deal for us, whether it be a subscription on the YouTube channel, uh, a, a you know a five star, maybe a one star. Who knows? Uh, this I can you go less than one star after this episode? But no, it uh, you know star thing. You just if that's all it is, you just click on a star thing, boom, and and it helps out the show. Um, not just for myself, but for Joe and for Alec and for any pod, for any podcast out there that you're listening to that you enjoy. Um, I will speak for them because as a creator, I know what they're going through. Um, yeah. Uh, if you, if you can rate the show and, and re- just even a one sentence, Hey, loved it, the show or great guest or whatever. That's all you got to put. And, uh, and it, 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 it's, it helps out huge. And, um, yeah, so if you guys could do that, I would greatly appreciate it, as would any other podcaster, believe me. And, uh, yeah, if you guys want to ever get a hold of me, and you're not, if you're not on social media, congratulations, you're smarter than the rest of us. But, uh, if you're on social media, get a hold, send me a private message or whatever. But, uh, if you're not, uh, like I said, email me, hockeyfights, all one word, at hotmail.com. That's right, I still have a hotmail account. Um, well, I have about a million email accounts, but I kept that one around just because it's simpler. But, yeah, hockey fights at Hotmail. Just drop me a line. And, uh, you know, constructive criticism, good, bad, or otherwise. I, you know, or if you have a story or just, hey, if you have pictures that you want to share, I'd love to see them. Um, you know, I'm always collecting the fight pictures. You guys know that or an article or what have you. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you guys. And like I said, the feedback's actually been really strong here in the last, uh, sorry, over the winter. I actually got a lot of feedback from people and, uh, it was great. I love interacting with you guys, uh, the listeners and, uh, I keep it coming. Uh, it's, it's great to know that people are out there listening and, uh, and enjoying the show. And, uh, I know it's picked up a few, a few new listeners here and there. And, uh, I want to say thank you. I, and I, I mean, I say this most episodes and it's always true. And, uh, um, yeah, I've always been honest with you guys, you know that. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I always appreciate the feedback. I appreciate, uh, anybody that tunes in to listen. Um, uh, like I said, I know there's a million podcasts out there. Everybody and their dog has one. Every, it seems like every retired player has one on and on. So, uh, you know, so we're all out here scrapping over the, you know, the pie can only get cut so many ways. So the fact that, uh, you chose to listen to this show, I greatly appreciate it. And, uh, and I really do. And, uh, hang in there and and like i said um just a kind of a lull right now it's, it's funny how it goes sometimes you just you got two three guys you know you'd line up shows and other times you just, you know you just can't get that uh return message so it's just the way it goes right now it's kind of in a, in a holding pattern and uh but no the interviews will come back i will definitely uh have some stuff for you guys i have some pretty cool guests um you know once we can kind of confirm times and and that type of thing and people's schedules open up um I think it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun and, uh, I think you guys will really enjoy it. But, uh, anyway, folks, I'm going to get out of here. Um, have a great rest of your weekend. If you're be listening to this on Sunday, if you're listening, uh, Monday, Tuesday, let's attack the work week. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. And, uh, I guess we'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Thanks everybody. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was 